You're listening to Muscles, Motherhood, and Motivation. I'm your host, Chloe Puff. I am exhausted, frankly, um, especially after yesterday, and that was just kind of like a heavy day for me, a busy day, but I wanted to just take this opportunity to share some of my favorite self-care ideas because I find that when we, and I'm I'm saying this for myself, okay, because sometimes we feel so overwhelmed by our emotions, by our overwhelm. We're so overwhelmed by our overwhelm um, and our burnout that it feels like um, healing or feeling better when you're in such a heavy season can feel very far off. So honestly, like the quickest way that you can get even just a moment of peace, even just like a sliver of hope, um, I feel like is in the tangible things that we do each day. It's not just necessarily like the inner work, right? Um, It has to start somewhere. So I feel like self-care is something that's really important. And it's not just like going to get your nails done, right? Because we, we hear like, We hear kind of the same self-care ideas over and over, um, which is great and I think are helpful tools. Um, But ultimately, I think it boils down to also understanding that a lot of moms don't really have the time for self-care in the way that society likes to present it, like going to the spa, for example, Um, because not only are you spending money on the spa, you have to book out like several hours. You have to make sure you have a sitter and also pay for that sitter. You're going to the spa and you're not really relaxed because you're worried about all the steps it's going to take to get there. And sometimes I find that like when we ask, um, when we ask for help, when we ask for support, it's great. But also, it's not really, it's not really help, in a sense, if it requires so much preparation from you in order to get help with your kids. And I understand the frustration there, um, especially because I, um, I'm kind of like a single married mom. Uh, my husband works out of town most of the month. Um, And it's just me and the kids. And I don't have a lot of that external support unless I hire someone to come and watch my kids. So I wanted to pass on some of the ideas that, you know, aren't a trip to the spa that are still going to help you feel um, hopefully a moment of peace. And I want to also give you some practical strategies on how to make that work when you don't have support for your family, because we want to make sure that you can get some some time for yourself. So here's a couple strategies, okay, right off the bat. And I'm going to tell you now that if your self-care practice serves as a band-aid for how you're feeling, it's not really self-care. That's my definition because I was noticing that previously during a more, um, let's just say when I was in like a darker mental space a few years back, Um, I was realizing that my self-care of like a nightly glass of wine and Netflix wasn't so much self-care as it was kind of like kind of a numbing or coping mechanism. So I had to really shift the way that I take care of myself because because sometimes if you are doing things um, to kind of shut down, um, it's not going to actually help you resolve the overwhelm and the burnout. So I just wanted to present that too. I know that can be kind of like a shocking truth, but um, uh, yeah, I just, I wanted to share that little piece of, um, you know, my thought there too. So in terms of self-care, 
One thing that I do, and I'm going to use this, um, I'm going to preface this by saying these are things that I do when I'm feeling really depressed, when I'm feeling low, when I'm feeling off, when I'm feeling exhausted. Um, <clears throat> not on the days where I'm feeling like super happy. <laughs> so one thing I do is I make a comfort meal. I have to obviously like get up the energy to do this, but I will think about a food that I'm like really craving. Um, the other day, it was like last week that I was like really craving a lasagna, not a Stouffer's lasagna, but like a lasagna. So I took the time to go to the store. Um, obviously that costs money to buy food, but you know, just making yourself a comfort meal and not really worrying about the calories, but worrying about like the nutritional density. So you're saying like, is this making me really happy? Yes. Is this, if, is this something that's going to give my body a lot of fuel? Yes. So I feel like just having that balance and making a meal that you really love. And then also the second piece to that is taking the moment to actually sit down at the dinner table and eat it um, and not, you know, eating while you're plating food or like being the last person to sit down, serve your plate first, even to sit down and take a bite and then serve everybody else. I know that sounds crazy, but that's one way that I really love to show some practical self-care that is extremely um, easy and doesn't involve me spending time away from my kids. Um, the other thing that I like to do is journal because a lot of the times if I'm feeling burnt out or overwhelmed, it's because I keep, I'm filling my cup with the wrong things. There's so much input constantly. It's like, okay, oof, I'm getting, <laughs> I'm getting kids that need things. I'm getting, you know, a spouse that needs things. I'm getting clients that need things. And I'm like, what do I need? I like have all these thoughts and all this input in my head and nowhere to put it. So I, I, my self-care when I'm focusing on output involves journaling. Um, also boxing for me because that's a way for me to like physically feel like the thoughts leaving my body so I'll do like a shadow boxing workout at home I don't have to go to the gym to do that um and I'm gonna tell you a little tip uh this is more like a emotional regulation tip if you're feeling overstimulation excuse me if you're feeling overstimulated and you need some way to release some of that input Grab a bunch of stuffed animals. You can do this with your kids. It's fantastic. If you're feeling that like mom rage coming on, grab like scoop up a laundry basket full of st soft stuffed animals and chuck them at the wall as hard as you freaking can. And you can like guttural yell if you want. It turns into a really fun um, activity with your kids. Um, but I've done this even with a pillow in my room, just like throw in the pillow at the wall because that way you're actually allowing yourself to feel and release the emotion of stress versus just keeping it in and expecting that'll just that it'll pass uh, because for me, it does not. I can't push that stuff down. So instead I let it out. Um, another way that um, I've been practicing self-care more intentionally, which I really had to schedule this in because it's not something that comes naturally to me, which is kind of like meditation, but I define meditation a little bit differently for me. It's not the absence of thought. It's allowing thoughts to flow through me. Again, this is another form of output because for me, I feel a lot of input all the time. Um, and so like today before I came down, like I woke up feeling a little bit off. Like I had an extremely busy week. Yesterday was very heavy for me. Um, and then I also stayed out very, very late going to a networking event, which was socially very draining. It was fun. But um, also I had one glass of wine, which after not drinking for a really long time, like I was just like, Bleh. this morning it did not feel good. So I sat on my bed. 
I literally just set a timer for five minutes, inhale, and then I let out just like like uh, an audible exhale, like, uh, and each time I would breathe out, I would say something that I wanted to kind of affirm for myself or set the mood for the day. So for me, you know, it would be like, I have the energy to do the things that I need to get done today. And just kind of, you know, saying what you need to say, even if it's the same thing over and over, um, just kind of voicing things um, and affirming things can also help you um, reframe your day when things feel really intense. So that's another strategy that I like. Another self-care tip that doesn't cost money, a friggin' nap. And I know that's not possible for everyone, so I'm going to give you a couple strategies here. Um, If you have kids that are of the age where you can, like, semi-trust them, right? I'm not talking about an infant. That's different. Um, You know, that would be more like you got to get lucky and try and, like, time your nap with your infant's nap, even though you know you probably have laundry to do. But forget it. Take a nap, okay? Um, Here's some things that I do. I will call a neighbor if I can. Um, If I can't, I try and time my nap at a time where, like, for example, I know both of my kids will be, you know, home from school so they can play with each other. And I will try and like, at least rest my eyes, even if I'm not fully going to sleep. Um, like if the kids are playing in their room, um, I will lay down on my son's bed while my kids play and I'll put my head, my, um, my, uh, earplugs in and I'll say, Hey kids, I'm going to close my eyes. Um, if you need anything, please just wake me up. And so I can at least just lay down and physically rest, even if I'm not like, all the way off. Um, but if you can get like a legitimate nap, I'm going to give you some nap tips. Okay. The best way to nap is to have a cup of coffee first. Coffee takes about 30 minutes for it to go through your system and for the caffeine to start working essentially for you to start metabolizing that caffeine. So drink a cup of coffee, then lay down, And set the timer for a maximum of 20 minutes because by the time you fall asleep, it takes the average person anywhere from, you know, five to 10 minutes to fall asleep. You'll have just enough time asleep where you're not going into your deep REM sleep. Um, But it's scientifically proven that that short amount of nap is going to help give you an energy bump. And not only that, but the caffeine is going to start working at the same time that you're waking up. So you're getting kind of like double dose of energy so you can feel, you know, a little bit better for the rest of your day. So if you can find 20 minutes, even if you put on a Netflix show and go lay in the other room um, and your kids are safe. That is a way that I've done that before where like I don't really nap longer than 20 minutes unless I'm like seriously sick um, and I'm able to rest for longer. So just wanted to give you a little nap tip because that is a great way to practice self-care. So we talked about food. We talked about naps. We talked about affirmations. um, And then another one that I want to say is physical input. So physical self-care. And this is important, my friends. Um... I feel like a lot of the times we feel overstimulated because we're touched out because there's, you know, kids climbing on us. Like there's just too much. Again, it's input. So one way that I like to provide safe input for my body and my brain um, is with like a weighted blanket or to like, like touch my body and to feel where I'm feeling anxiety. And if I'm holding anything, like for me, I feel it a lot in like my throat and my, and my chest. Um, I will put pressure on that area and just focus on deep breaths 
And ooh, it just feels so, 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 so good. Um, and so I encourage you if you're feeling like you need some grounding to practice with um, some body weight. Or even if like, if your kids will like do this for you too, like you can have this, like I've had my daughter, like I, I've just asked like, can I give you a hug? And I'll give her a hug and I'll like lay down and kind of hug her while she's laying on top of me. And we just kind of like chill for a minute. And same thing with my son. Um, so if you can get like your kid to be your weighted blanket and also have some snuggle time with them, that's a really, really good way for you to both ground yourselves. Um, and I feel like also just, you know, doing something physical anyway for output. So if you have a minute to, you know, turn on some music that like really makes your like the type of music that gives you butterflies in your stomach or tingles down your neck because it just like it affects you. And not everyone experiences music like that. For me, it's a very visceral reaction to certain songs. So find music that kind of tri triggers that dopamine response. Um and just listen to music. Um, and I, I think that's another way to help us kind of ground and be more present. Um, ultimately, we end up as moms, I find that a lot of people are, um, including myself, do kind of numbing activities. So like playing um, Netflix shows on your phone in the background, because your brain is needing stimulation to not have to focus on spiraling out. So instead of like, instead of a show in the background, can you make it a better type of sensory input? Can you make it music? Can you make it like white noise or brown noise? Um, brown noise also, by the way, is a really, really good um, tonality specific to like focus and sleep. So if you need a way to decompress, I highly recommend brown noise. Um, just as a way, that's another way for self-care. If you're feeling like way overwhelmed, put on your headphones, keep cooking dinner or doing whatever you're doing, but like drown out everything else with some brown noise. 10 out of 10. Um, you can find it on Spotify, literally, or YouTube. You just type in brown noise. Um, they have like plenty. I know there's like podcasts too that literally are just different like meditative noise. Um, and... For me, I sleep with brown noise um, because my brain likes to continue uh, when I lay in bed. So um, I found like a uh, loop free uh, because I hate when it like stops. There's like a like a stutter and then it starts back up. It starts back up. It drives me crazy. So it's a loop free, like 12 hour brown noise thing. Um, and it just plays all night on Spotify. Um, and it's great. <laughs> so I hope these were some helpful tools for you guys. I would love to hear um, the tools that you try this week. And I think it's very, very important for us to focus on true self-care because again, we like to put a lot of band-aids on things, whether it's intentional or not. So your homework is to try some of these tools or create your own um, that are not serving as a band-aid. So really taking some time to kind of understand why you're feeling the way that you're feeling and just bringing some awareness to that so that you can create um, and advocate for better strategies for yourself. So I hope some of these work for you. Um, today I will be adding nap to my list. Absolutely. Um, and so yeah, you guys take care and as always, be bold, be fit.